What's the latest on Sam Laporta? And a shout out to Sean McVay. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Matt Derry with you on this edition of Locked On Lions on a Wednesday, January 10th, and a Thursday, January the 11th. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making us your first listen and checking us out wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Apple, Spotify, wherever you find them. And of course, thanks for watching if you are and subscribing on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Big day today. It's a Wednesday. Lions back in the practice field. Same with the Rams. Detroit will host Los Angeles. Sunday night, 8.15, primetime on NBC. Yours truly will also be in the building at Ford Field. It's going to be absolutely nuts for a super wild card weekend. Lions and Rams, Detroit opened up as a three and a half point favorite. I saw it down to three today. Coming up on the show, Sam Laporta latest. We got to get in on that. What Dan Campbell had to say about his injured tight end. Um, Sean McVay made some comments today about Jared Goff which I thought were extremely classy. We'll get into that as well. Rams pass rush, something to worry about. Rams special teams, something to exploit. We will uh, talk about that as well. And Lions assistant coaches and a front office member uh, on the radar of some of the other NFL teams. By the way, what a day today. Pete Carroll retires or steps down as head coach. He's no longer going to coach the Seahawks. And then Nick Saban is retiring. Now all we need is Belichick. This is crazy. NFL without Pete Carroll is weird because he's been in Seattle so long. And then college football without Nick Saban. I mean, come on. That's the GOAT right there. Greatest to uh, ever do it. Locked on Lions today. Proudly brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case. Providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. Use code LOCKDOWN to get $20 off your order. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, at Lockdown Lions, threads at The Real Matt Dairy, Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. And again, thanks for watching and subscribing on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Our everydayers that are out there that watch or listen each and every. Thank you to the big game, James Meek. Love my guy, James Meek, the pride of Detroit, University of Detroit. Uh, M. Rain. M, thanks for watching yesterday's show with Ross Tucker, which was awesome. We appreciate M. Richard Schumacher always checks us out every day. Mike Lepard and the legendary Michael Spath, the uh, co-host of the famous Michigan Michigan State podcast. Uh, I love you, but you're an idiot. Uh, Spath hit me up today. Always is listening. Shouted us out on his podcast. So thanks, Mike. And I'm going to actually see Michael at an event tomorrow night. All right. Sam Laporta. Everybody wants to know what's going on. With the Lions tight end, the argument still reigns supreme in this town. Should he have played on Sunday? Should they have rested their starters? Oh, my God, Laporta hurt his knee. Um, Dan Campbell gave an update today and said that Laporta is improving and uh, went through the walkthrough today with the team, and uh, they'll know more on Friday. But improving is big. Here's what else is big. The Lions on their current roster, if you take Brock Wright off because he's been hurt, you take Laporta off because he's been hurt. The only tight end they have is James Mitchell. 
Anthony Ferkser is on the uh, practice squad. Uh, and Dan Skipper last week was the backup tight end. Basically, big number seven, he was reporting as eligible like every play of the second half. And he heck even caught a pass. But the fact that the Lions have not gone out and signed Zach Ertz or even brought in anybody else uh, at the tight end position right now uh, begs the question, could, could Laporta play this week? I mean, it went from, uh, we'll see, and got to get tests. Uh, yeah, to, you know, today it's improving. That's a good sign. I mean, Zach Ertz is out there. We've told you the last few days has a Lions connection because his tight ends coach, when he finished up last year with the Cardinals, was Steve Hyden, who's now the Lions tight ends coach. But Lions haven't made that move. They've not brought in uh, Ertz at all. Mm. So maybe, just maybe, Sam Laporta will be able to play on Sunday night. And look, Lions have a little bit of extra time. This is not a 1 o'clock game. It's an 8-15 game. Maybe it comes down to pregame that Laporta works out, you know, runs around on the field a little bit with trainers and tests it out. And then, who knows, Brock Wright maybe comes back this week. You, know, you have him and you have James Mitchell. If it's just Mitchell, you know, Jason Cabinda could probably probably play a little tight end. Skipper um, would, I guess, have to, uh, from a run-blocking perspective, have to play some tight end. But the thing with Laporta is, you know, I've heard people say, well, the Lions could win with, win or without, win with, with him or without him. Um, you know, when you, when you talk about the, the Pantheon or the list, it starts with Jared Goff. All right. If somehow Jared Goff got sick or hurt this week and the lions were going into the game with Teddy Bridgewater, who barely has played all year, you know, you've got to have your starting quarterback in a game like this. You've got to have Jared Goff. All right. I think the lions need Frank rag now, no matter what we have seen, how the offensive line does not play as well when rag now is not out there. Lions must have Frank Ragnow. Um, I know Cam Sutton hasn't played very well the last few weeks, but if he got hurt, who are the corners left that you have faith in? Lions also need a guy like Sewell and Decker at the tackles. Laporta, important. All right. He's kind of golf security blanket. Uh, you know, oh, there's a lot of guys I can mention. St. Brown, same thing. Um, but I think the Lions could win without Sam Laporta as long as they block for Jared Goff, and as long as they found a way to get Amon Ross St. Brown free. And I also think Josh Reynolds is somebody to watch this week that could have a big game. I know at the end of week 18, they were feeding Josh Reynolds on those wide receiver bubble screens and quick outs. Those plays work. Josh Reynolds has sure hands and can scoot up the field. Um, James Mitchell would be have to play an important role if Laporta can't play. For sure. But the Lions offense, especially at home, I think could function without Sam, especially if he tests it out, uh, tests out that knee on Sunday night and just isn't ready to, to be, or, or even if he's at 60% and can't really move all that well, I think the Lions uh, maybe would wait a week. But the good news is, is that the coach today said he's improving. Rams secondary is not real good. All right. It's young. You can throw on that team. That's their weakness on defense. Um, so, but that's a good sign that at least today, according to Dan Campbell, he's improving. Again, they got Thursday, they got Friday, they got Saturday, and then all day Sunday before they have to play Sunday night at 8.15. So we will have to wait and see on that. All right, uh, coming up next, um, the Rams. Sean McVay had some comments today about Jared Goff I thought were classy. Also, 
what to look out for with LA and what to worry about and what I think the Lions can exploit. We will do that, all of that, uh, coming up next right here on Locked on Lions. And as we told you earlier, Locked on Lions is brought to you by our friends at Jace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life. Look, we talked for just a minute about preparing for real life. Because according to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. That's pretty scary. Can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if one of my kids got sick while a supply chain issue kept them from getting the life-saving medication they needed. Thankfully, we'll be all right because of Jace Medical. Jace Case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician a physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified doctor, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. Save money. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to Jace Medical, J-A-S-E medical.com and use offer code LOCKDOWN to get $20 off your order. And hey, Matt Derry here to tell you about our friends at Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Sports. That is so much fun. Prize Picks is the best. And why is it the best? Because you're not, fantasy season's over. All right, some of you play playoff fantasy, you need help. But no, I'm dead serious. This is fun because you can pick players and play on their stat projections. You pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. Seriously, put $10 down, you could win $250. This weekend, Prize Picks, what about Jameer Gibbs? More than or less than 75 rushing yards. What about Matthew Stafford? Oh, the unnamed quarterback. You're going to go more than two touchdown passes or less than in this game Sunday night. You can do it and make money doing it at Prize Picks. All right. Prize Picks is a lot of fun. Go to the website now, prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL, code locked on NFL. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. It is a Wednesday edition of Locked On Lions tomorrow. T-Raj, Travis Rogers, host of the Locked On Rams podcast, will join me for the Thursday crossovers. We'll dive deeper into this matchup with Travis Rogers, the host of Locked On Rams. And I know a lot of you on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, all oh, the Locked On Rams guys thinks this. They're already looking ahead of the Niner game. I'm like, they are? I, I had no idea. First of all, that's not a lock that they're playing the Niners, but it's possible if the Rams were to win. Um, but I have not heard that, but we'll, we'll talk to Travis tomorrow and get his thoughts, uh, on the Rams and the lions. All right. What are we worrying about this weekend? What concerns me when I watch the Rams? And I went back and YouTubed up some highlights today and uh, did some reading up on, on what LA brings to the table. Well, first and foremost, as Ross Tucker said yesterday, it's the one name defense, All right, You can't name other players on this defense unless you're really, really geeking out on LA Rams football, which we all know Aaron Donald. All right. Aaron Donald had eight sacks this year, 16 tackles for loss. He is, he's always everywhere. 
it maybe wasn't the great Aaron Donald season that we're used to. And I know he had some, some injuries and stuff, but that's still an interior defensive lineman with eight sacks. The guy to watch is the guy that plays next to him. Um, and, and, and is a third round pick this year and is a rookie that has really come on. And that is Kobe Turner. All right. So the guards and center for the lions, Ragnow, Glasgow, and Jonah Jackson are going to be tested this weekend. Turner this year at nine sacks, a rookie interior defensive lineman. Kobe Turner is a monster and Turner next to Donald is a concern. The lions must block the middle of that line. And those two guys have had such a good year that it's opened up some of the other edge rushers to be able to get home. So when you're thinking about the Rams and this defense, Lions offensive line has got to be stout. I love that term, stout. But I think they're up for the challenge. Lions O-line is the strength of the offense. You, know, you can talk about St. Brown, you can talk about the running backs, Gibbs and, and, and Montgomery breaking records. You can talk about Jared Goff and how well he's played this year, and he has. But the strength of this team, where this team wins, is up front with that offensive line. I was on Cleveland radio today for a little bit, and I was talking about the Browns offensive line. That's where you win. The Browns won 11 games this year because their O-line's dominant and their D-line is much improved, and they have arguably the best player in football on their D-line, and Miles Garrett. Well, the Lions won 12 games this year. You see what Aiden Hutchinson could do with that spin move when Lee McNeil's healthy. All right, the Lions are able to stop the run, which they have all year. And their O-line, where they're able to run the ball and keep Jared Goff upright, is mammoth for this team. The thing that you love to see going into this game Sunday night is the circus that is the Rams special teams. Dead last, ranked 32nd in the league. Their punt return coverage is bad. Their kicking game with Brett Maher. Remember Brett Maher last year at the end of the year with the Cowboys? He was like awesome for the first 17 weeks. Completely a crap the bed, I think, at the end of the year. Uh, maybe it was the last game. And then the playoffs, he couldn't make anything. It gets loud in that stadium. And it's a long field goal. I like the Lions' chances of a miss with Brett Maher. Now, am I sitting here telling you I'm overly confident in the money badger, Michael Badgley, on the Lions' end? No. But we know this. Lions have a booming punter, uh, the GOAT, the punt god, in Jack Fox. And the Lions last week showed off their special teams a little bit, especially with Khalif Raymond, who, by the way, didn't practice today with the knee. but. If they can get Raymond healthy and the Rams are having trouble covering punts, Lions were great this past week in punt returns. Uh, Raymond flipped the field with that long one against the Vikings. So something to keep an eye on. Rams special teams ranked dead last in the league at number 32. Lions have got to take advantage of that. Look, this is going to be a good game. It is. LA's won seven of eight. I know the last few weeks they played the likes of the Giants and the Saints and the Niner game was basically a scrimmage with, with no uh, regulars out there for San Francisco. And I know the schedules, like I said, has been a little bit soft. But for L.A., seven out of eight after starting off three and six, having a coach that's been there, having a quarterback in the unnamed quarterback that's been there and won a Super Bowl, having Aaron Donald, um, they're well coached. They, they, this is a good team. And they're dangerous. And we know the quarterback is dangerous. All right. I'm not going to get into. I'm stopping myself. I made you guys a promise. I'm not going to do it. 
I'm not going to talk about how she's begging for a suite. I'm not going to do it. Shout out to Jeff Rieger of the ticket. He's all over. Um, I'm not going to talk about the Friday night podcast in Royal Oak. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> oh, God. Some people are just annoying. I'll tell you who's not annoying. Sean McVay. I want you to take a listen to this. Um, this is the head coach of the Rams today at his press conference talking about um, Jared Goff. And he was asked about Goff, their history, and everything else. Take a listen to this, courtesy of therams.com. Take uh, Check it out. Growing as a person, handling every situation the way that you want to with perspective, respect, appreciation, you know, um, you know, the thing that, that I'll never run away from are mistakes that I've made in previous instances. But when you look back on it, the gratitude for those four years, all the good memories that we had, you know, and then when you end up making a change that ended up being difficult and could it have been handled better on my end? Absolutely. And I'll never run away from that. But the further you get away from it, the more that you try to grow as a man, as a person, as a leader that you want to become, you deserve better than the way that it all went down. I'll acknowledge that. And and I think he knows that too. And, you know, and I'm not afraid to, to, you know, admit to those things, but I think um, we're all better, you know, you know, being able to look back on those things. And, and I do have more appreciation for him as time goes on. Rams head coach, Sean McVay talking about his former quarterback, Jared Goff, who of course McVay shipped out of town in the Stafford deal. Let me tell you something. All right. I'm not rooting for Sean McVay Sunday night. I hope he he and his team get their ass kicked. That's a class move. That's a class act. How many times have I said it on this show? Or how many times do we talk about it? Maybe at the water cooler or at the office or just in everyday society, talking to your wife or your husband or whomever. And you say, gosh, I wish they would just say they're sorry. I wish they would just say, I screwed up. I admit I'm wrong. Accountability right now in this country is so bad. It's horrible. Look at our politics. Look at look at everything. Wasn't me. I didn't do it. I never said that. No, I didn't say that. No, yes, you did. Accountability is trash around us. This man, Sean McVay, said twice in the span of 40 seconds. I probably messed that up. I could have handled that better. That was three years ago. And he's still apologizing for it. He's still taking accountability for his actions. The way we handled the golf thing, we let him go. Not my best day. Could have been better. Could have handled it better. He knows that. I've told him that. And to Jared Goff's credit today, he said, this is not about beating my former team. I want to go far in the playoffs with this group. I want to win for the city, for you, the fans, for this organization. So, yes, we're going to have a lot of questions about the unnamed quarterback and booing and his jersey and what are fans going to do and are the Lions going to put up some sort of video for him? I don't know. But the McVay golf stuff has been squashed by two guys that are classy. And Sean McVay, not rooting for him, but that was cool. He could have said, you know, guys, I've talked about this three years ago. I'm not getting into this. Or Jared knows how I feel. I'm not. No, he flat out said it. I could have handled it better and said it twice. And I think that's, I think that's, I commend him for that. Dan Campbell does the same thing. Always takes accountability. I needed to coach better. Hey, Dan, why'd you go for on that fourth down inside your own 30 in Chicago? 
you know what? Bad call. My bad. It's a bad call by me. I like that. I like some accountability. I thought that was pretty good by uh, McVeigh there. Shout out to him. Coming up next, Lions have coordinators and a front office member that is interest has in, that, that is interesting. Is interest. <laughs> Let's try this again. Lions have assistant coaches and a front office personnel man who teams have interest in. We will tell you about that coming up next right here on Locked On Lions. Locked On Lions is sponsored by BetterHelp. All right, therapy, folks, just getting done with a new year. Maybe it's time to try something different in 2024 and feel better about yourself. All right, around New Year's, we get obsessed with how to change ourselves instead of just expanding on what we're already doing right. Maybe you finally organized a part of your house or something, your space, and you want to tackle another. Well, therapy helps you find your strengths so you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make change, real change, that really will stick with you. All right, I've benefited from therapy. Talk to my therapist once every two weeks. You want to talk to somebody? Check it out at BetterHelp. If you think about starting therapy, give them a try at BetterHelp. H-E-L-P.com slash lockdown. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's awesome. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash lockdown today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash lockdown. All right, the latest on teams contacting the Lions for permission to talk to their coordinators. Here we go. Tennessee Titans surprisingly let Mike Vrabel go. Aaron Glenn requested now by the Titans. They want to talk to the Lions D coordinator. Ben Johnson, same thing, requested by the Titans to have a conversation with Lions OC, Mr. Johnson. Ben and Aaron have also been requested by the Chargers. Panthers want to talk to Ben Johnson. Commanders want to talk to Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn. So Washington, Carolina, LA, Tennessee, Vegas, Atlanta, Seattle. Seven openings, four of the seven for Ben Johnson, three of the seven for Aaron Glenn. Also, according to ESPN, Lions Chief Operating Officer, Mike Disner, right-hand man of one, 222, Mike Disner has been requested for an interview from the Panthers. Uh, reports say that uh, uh, Giants GM Brandon Brown, uh, Chiefs VP Brant Tillis, Eagles assistant GM Alec Hallaby, Saints assistant GM Kai Harley, Colts assistant GM Ed Dobbs, Bucks assistant GM Mike Greenberg, hey Greeny, Raiders interim GM Champ Kelly, and uh, Ray Ravens VP of Football Administration, Nick Mateo, all have been contacted as well. Their teams have been contacted by the Panthers. So Mike Disner, the Lions COO, who everybody has said has really done a nice job behind the scenes. And remember, if you watched um, the Lions uh, in-house videos during the uh, draft, Disner was always the guy on the phone behind Brad Holmes, uh, working deals and everything else. So Disner is on that list. Look, when you have success, 
and you have a good front office and you've got people that uh, uh, have helped you with that success, you're going to get, you're going to lose people. That's just how it goes. There's seven openings in the NFL. You don't think Ben Johnson's not getting one of those jobs? Of course he is. It's a matter of which one. Might be eight if this Belichick news comes down. Aaron Glenn, while a lot of us joke and call him future head coach and look up and see that the Lions defense isn't exactly a top five or top 10 defense, but, you know, was it NFL.com or somebody did a poll? And, or maybe it was Pro Football Focus or Pro Football Talk. Somebody did a poll last week. And Aaron Glenn was the most popular coordinator in the league, uh, voted on by the players. So teams want to talk to good coaches. And so the Lions continue to have teams reach out to them. And again, there won't be any interviews for a couple more weeks uh, to see if, if these um, assistants are interested. And look, Carolina is a, is a train wreck. If I'm Ben Johnson, that's the last place I go. Last place I go. Interesting to see Tennessee have that opening. Certainly the Seattle job is very intriguing. I'm just wondering if Mike Vrabel didn't get a phone call from the Seahawks like last night, the minute that the news came down that he was getting fired from the Tennessee Titans. And that's already, you know, work, being worked on. Now, again, if Belichick and Robert Kraft decide that Bill's not coaching next year, Vrabel, of course, played for the Patriots. That would be interesting. But Ben Johnson getting asked to talk to four teams, Aaron Glenn three, and I'm sure that list will continue to grow with these two guys. But it's a testament to Dan Campbell, the culture here in Detroit, that uh, those guys are wanted to be at least interviewed by these other teams. All right, tomorrow, Locked on Lions, Locked on Rams, crossover edition with Travis Rogers, the host of Locked on Rams. Yes, that's the former T-Rog that used to be the producer of the Jim Rome Show. Uh, many, many years ago. All right. Thanks for making us your first listen, checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. We are back again tomorrow with the crossover.